You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. The Garden Report, as always, is brought to you by our exclusive wagering partners, Bet Online. It's that time of year again. All eyes are turning to football as teams are back on the field to start the season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half million dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL survivor contest open now at Bet Online. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 100% welcome bonus. Just go to betonline.ag, use the promo code NFL100. Once again, betonline.ag, promo code NFL100 to receive your 100% welcome bonus. We're a little late. Sorry, guys. We were talking movies and uh, we're late. The we're late talking Joe Sway's important va- stuff. <clears throat> vacation. Joe Sway's got a vacation. Important stuff. Joe Sway's got a vacation. Yes, sure we got does. sponsors. We got sponsors. We're going to tell you about first uh, Legends brand apparel. Uh, Bobby rocking the camo again. Yes. Yep. yep. Joe Sway the T-shirt. It's kind of hot. I got to show up. I got my sweatshirt. It's yeah. probably the you know muggiest was- it's been. In a while out here in Boston, but mm-hmm. I only wear Legends gear, so I just sweated out. Just got back from the gym, yeah. no big deal, and wanted to toss the Legends sweatshirt on just to like finish out the sweat. No big deal. No big deal. You probably didn't even bad, notice, but it's cool. Yep. Um, By the way, the shorts, great running shorts. Are they are good. That. The shorts with are the liner. Awesome. With the you liner. You don't have to wear too. underwear with them. Just a little, little. That's heads a up secret. I had, to, I, had, <laughs> I had to Google that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some people go double underwear, which is kind of like a I like a high school. I had to That's Google like, it. I think Bobby probably did that a few times in high school. He just did the double underwear just in case. But I had what? To, you I don't had have to, to with these. <laughs> so, you Jonathan, got to make sure I'm doing this right. I'm doing this right. Yeah. Uh, do I wear underwear? <laughs> I googled. Yeah. John <laughs> cut the lining out. Some guys cut the lining out. It's like a uh, legends. No underwear you needed. Uh, Yo, shout out, super comfy. Shout out to uh. Shout out to our to our old friend Marcus Morris. He was repping Legends, and he uh, during a workout he he shouted them out, and he had their gear on too. So yeah, well, he's part of it. He's one of the it's an athlete owned brand of apparel. Uh, yeah, use the code Garden Twenty, save up to twenty percent on your first order. We've also got Raycon uh, earbuds. Uh, go to buyraycon.com slash garden. Receive 15% off your next purchase. These are exclusive Garden Report sponsors. We're happy to have them on board with us. So please uh, I support need to get our my sponsors. Raycons. Yep. Get my I'm Support get our sponsors. It only helps us, can allows us to keep pumping out more content, um, and uh, which we love to do. We are, again, kind of in that weird little silly season here uh, as we await 
kind of something to happen. Uh, and not a lot is happening. And that's that. What are we going to do? It's the off season, but we are close. Jimmy, what's up? My air, my, I'm not going to say. I think Jimmy's got a question. My wireless AirPods stink now. They don't hold a battery. They don't hold, like, I, I can't even have a conversation. I mean, they die. So I'm definitely going to go get the Raycons and give yep. those ones a shot. Yep. Um, Anyways. So, so uh, here we are. Sweatshirt? Here we are. Uh, doing the things that we do. Hold on one second. Uh, we, we expect Sherrod's going to join us as well and kind of get us back on track. Uh, but we do have some things we definitely want to talk about. Um, do we? We do. We do have a few I things. I want to talk about I the 1997. And, and I want to set the table Celtics and then we'll set the table and we'll, we'll go in a couple directions. A few I things. I want to ask Sherrod about his Simmons thing. A few things written in the last few days uh, that we're going to pick on uh, some scouting reports, looking at some of the Celtics. We'll talk about year two expectations for uh, Neesmith and Pritchard. Uh, maybe we'll talk a little Romeo as well. Um, uh, interesting article in The Athletic today. Jay King was try trying to come up with his own rotations. Uh, and we've talked about this a lot on the show. What's our best five? What's the starting five? Who's going to play with whom? You know, What's that second unit going to look like? The bigs, how are they going to rotate? We'll get into a little of that. But one of the things that's interesting that we've been talking about from the get-go is the bigs minutes. Not only who's going to start, but who's going to finish. So we'll talk about that as well. Rumors, eh. Call it what you will, Zach Levine. His name was floated out there. We'll kick that around too. And what was what was it else you wanted to get into, Bobby? Happy birthday, Dennis Schroeder. I guess that's it. <laughs> no, but uh, Ben well, Simmons. We'll finish right. with that segment. Yeah. No, it didn't. Didn't Sherrod say a week or two ago that <laughs> Simmons to Boston or something like that would be on the table if Simmons wanted to force it or something? It was a pretty like loose statement about it, but I, I just want to check in with him on that and kind of see where he's at on that even being a possibility at this point. All right. Maybe That's... Simmons for Kyrie now that we uh, know that the Nets are Oh, uh, you said you weren't going to say it. Yes. And and everybody, yes, RIP Norm McDonald. All I want to say is you got any oh. gum? Uh, no. Anyway. Um, Turd Ferguson. Rest in peace. All-time skit. Yeah. <laughs> One of my favorite, very, very uh, – it, it they did a, Tar a Tarantino thing, like a behind the movie sort of Tarantino Pulp Fiction, and he plays Tarantino and he's talking about auditioning different people for it, and uh, he it's Burt Reynolds auditioning in the John Travolta ro <laughs> role during the cheeseburger scene. It's freaking priceless. Google it. That, that OJ that. stuff must have been so funny back then, like in the prime of that. Well, era. he wouldn't let the to his credit above all oh, else. Yeah. He wouldn't let it go when everyone else was like, okay, I guess so you can get away with murder now. And he just refused to. So he stuck it into every weekend update. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. you know, you can find those those clips now, too. Uh, and you guys saw the sports award one with the Charles Woodson. Yeah. You've yep. seen that, have there's you seen that like clip? A, there's like a 13-minute uh, clip. But you saw, the one, you saw the one with Woodson? I think it's an ESPYs and it's talking about Charles Woodson, former Heisman Trophy, Heisman Trophy winner, which is great. He's like, and you'll have a successful blah, 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 and this and that. He's like, as long as you don't mur murder your wife at, and, and a waiter. Uh, and he just, <laughs> just snuck it in there. And everyone was like. <laughs> yeah. The, th the thing about Norm McDonough, he was just so casual with everything he said, where it was just so funny how like, he just made everything like awkward, but not awkward. And every, and his voice was just like, every character kind of had a similar vibe to it. You know what I mean? That, that's why I just thought he was so funny and so good. But and he, 
Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, unfortunately, like I, you know, I wasn't around for like the prime Norm McDonald years, but Dirty Work was an unbelievable movie, and I know he popped yeah. up in some Sandler stuff. And I mean, he's his own guy. I mean, he, he doesn't need those. You know, he's done so much more than that. But that's kind of like where I came came in. So oh. everything else I've seen has been like YouTube clips and stuff like that. Also, he had uh, a little known, uh, you know, uh, sports show called Sports Show, uh, and it was just. <laughs> Uh, it, it lasted. He loves sports. It lasted only <laughs> nine episodes, but it was just basically we uh, h- half an hour weekend update for sports, just skewering sports, and it yeah. was great. And honestly, it would be hugely successful now. It just didn't work then, and it right. it was in and out. Um, Before its time, I, it was really, 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 uh, really good. He was one uh, of the most uh, voracious sports tweeters I knew. I mean, he would just be play by play on his account there, golf. Uh, anything he was betting on, it'd just be nonstop. <laughs> and he was super smart. He played dumb in all his roles, but I'm pretty sure I read that he graduated like college at age like 14 or something crazy like that. So he was wicked smart. And people, people, some people probably don't even remember this. He was on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, and he could have won a million dollars. Regis Philbin like talked him out of it. He had the correct answer, and Regis Philbin like spooked him out of like giving an answer. And then so he didn't. So he took the money. He took the deal. Or, he took no, the he deal. And then Regis was like, oh, what would you pick? He's like, well, I, you know, I would have gone with, you know, whatever it was, Pine Hill or something. And that was the answer. So, <laughs> yeah, it was, was probably because it was, there, was like, there was like two winners ever. So it was like, no, we can't yeah. have Norm be the third. Right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah. That was crazy. But anyways. So, when yeah, to, so, that was so rare. People people would get so close, and then they would so they many comedians. So. I, I know, like Norman Donald's kind of been out of the out of the, like the limelight for a while, probably because of his health, unfortunately. But like so many comedians, immediately like came out, and that's when you know somebody was like truly funny, because like really funny guys were like, "Damn, like this one hurts," or like you know, and they pretty much admitted like he was right. one of the funniest guys they knew. So it's too yep. bad. Yeah. That was tough. And again, it's always when you hear the private battle and didn't make a big deal right, and it just right. kind of came out of nowhere. You know, uh, it was like Chadwick Boseman when, when he died, everyone was like, yeah, they came out of wait, nowhere too. what? You know, like completely, right. you know, and that's the Norm Macdonald was like, wait, what? You know, it's really sad. Right. Also, you know, uh, while we're doing it, uh, I- I'll give a shout out as well to uh, Michael K. Williams, uh, who also, if we're going to, if we're going to talk about oh, celebrity man. passings right now, uh, Omar from the Jeez. wire, that's it. That's a really tough that one, one too. Hurt too yeah. He's a legend. Sure. Yeah. He was a legend. Played two of the most iconic roles in television history uh, in uh, Chalky and uh, Omar. Fearless, uh, too. Fearless. He, he and, did it. Yeah, he did it like, man. That's God. regarded as one of like, the greatest TV series. For a lot of, for the a lot of reasons. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, so while we're doing that, before we get into basketball, hats off to both both legends in their own right uh, and uh, tough losses. Uh, uh, for sure. Uh, and it, it, this crossover, we know this is a basketball audience, but everybody enjoys a lot of the same stuff we do, which is, you know, sure. good TV, good yeah. comedy. And I'm sure there's a ton of people out there who are like, oh, man, that's a totally. Tough one. Yeah, absolutely. That, yeah, Omar. Um, so uh, pour one out for each of you those guys. Yeah. As far as Garden Report goes, some of the things we're talking about, and I've already seen a little bit in the chat. Um, so let's dive into the first one. There was a story, um, which again, we're not and just to be fair here, this isn't a full-on uh, report. But uh, Gary Washburn, you know, one of our pals over at the Globe, uh, threw out. We gotta a get name. Gary on a show. Yeah, threw out a name. Uh, 
that he found interesting, uh, which is uh, Zach Levine in free agency next year. And again, the type of gymnastics the Celtics have to do to get to clear enough space to sign somebody in this and that, you know, it's significant, especially considering all of the extensions and everything they did this offseason. I'm not even going to pretend to know how the money works. When we talk about these guys, we literally only talk about the, the fit. Right. Is this They'll the type of guy? They'll figure, They'll figure it out. Is this the type of guy That's you would want? And it isn't. It, it's an intriguing thing because it would be this instead of Beal. Uh, would this be somebody you would consider? And again, it's uh, Olympic teammate of Tatum. He's younger. Uh, he's a guy whose game is clearly on the rise. There's he's a lot a, of um, he's yeah. a trainer partner of Tatum's too with Drew Hanlon. There, they work yeah. out together. And Hanlon, uh, he, Drew Hanlon, yeah. I've mentioned him a lot during the year. He. It's not low-key only because he was in Chicago. It's not low-key. He made the All-Star team, made the Olympic team. His season, we talk about Jalen's efficiency. This is one of the most impressive. He had a similar start to Jalen. He was an All-NBA guy first half. But he finished his numbers, again, points per game, uh, you know, in uh, almost exactly or in and around what Tatum had, but his shooting percentage is off the charts. He was almost a 50-40-90 guy. He was 51-40-44. And 86 yeah. or something like that. Insanely efficient. Uh, in addition to yeah. his athleticism uh, and a lot of other things he brings to the table. He's an interesting guy. I could talk myself into this in a heartbeat. I could talk myself into this over Beal in a heartbeat too because of age and position as well. But you guys you guys take a, take your turn. What are your thoughts yeah. here? I like the first? fit. I, I think it's a great fit. Someone that can move the ball. You know, absolutely. Someone who can pass. Uh, get the get the ball moving. I think that's huge, and also someone that's motivated. You know, whether we're talking about high high end scoring or whether we're talking about a guy who hasn't been that deep in the playoffs before, doesn't know what that's quite like. You know, that's a guy who I I think would be a good fit. The money situation is where things would get a little dicey. We're not talking. We don't. You know, that's not our problem, Joe Sway. That's not our problem. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We don't get paid. Yeah, yeah, to, right. to answer your to answer your to answer your question, yeah, I, I love the fit, and and I think that's the kind of guy who. Who would who would fit this this transition, you know, into the new era with with, with Ime Udoka and and you know, I just think when you look at the situation heading into the season, it's 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 great to imagine, but we still have to play things through. But this is this is that part of the year, right? This is that part of the summer where we do stuff like this. So yeah, I like it. Yeah, yeah. Bradley Beal more likely, although to John's credit, and I know this is something you want to get into, is comparing those two. I think you got something there, John, in terms of him being more preferable whether it's the age, the athleticism, yeah. the burst, the defense compared to Beal. Uh, there's a lot here to love Game when you style, compare him yeah. directly to Bradley Beal. Now, Beal's probably the more explosive, versatile scorer at this point. But I think there are real defensive concerns with Bradley Beal there in terms of him being able to stay in front of each other, people, switch, all those different things that he, he struggled with on that side of the ball there in Washington, D.C. I think Levine, you get a better defender sort of his pedigree coming into the league more so than offense was on the defensive side of the ball. And, you know, an incredibly fast, twitchy player who's developed an incredible shot, uh, can play on and off the ball, as Joe Sway mentioned there. He'd be phenomenal. But the Bulls do have something in place here that does at least move your eyes. I mean, I was talking to some Bulls fans who think they could be a home court team next year. That's how excited they are about their team out there. Sure. they Bulls fans think that? Hmm. Well, the last few years <laughs> wouldn't give me much confidence in that. I'm actually lower on the Bulls than most people. I don't think they have the defense. 
Um, I, the defense, you know, yeah. I like I like Ball as a point of attack guy, but system wise, Vucevic down the middle isn't an anchor. I don't think they have an anchor guy. And Patrick Williams probably has a little while to go I, here. I feel like they overspent on pretty good, and they'll be a little bit disappointed in Chicago. It's clearly they better. Just, they need yeah. to underperform. They, they missed have, the playoffs last year. You need yeah. to have a bad bull season for Zach living to you know really consider going to somewhere else because obviously he can get more money staying with the Bulls. But if things really go south, that's more likely that maybe he decides to look elsewhere or more teams come knocking. But it, for the Celtics, having a second option isn't a bad thing. I mean, we talked about how they're putting all their eggs in the Beal basket and they're going to get completely burned. Well, obviously things have changed since we thought that that was possibly going to be what they were going to do. When it but, was automatic. <laughs> right, exactly. Oh, yeah. It's happening. Feels coming to Boston. We should go back, roll the taste back. I think that's how Zanis. That? I think that was Zanis started the, the video. Cue, I was like, "Well, it's settled." Cue that. Cue that, it, that print yeah, the Beal jerseys the, the of, uh, from the from the office. It's happening, guys. Not a joke. Yeah, guy. it's <laughs> happening. It's happening. But no, I mean, have another guy at you least. Mean, you mean Arrested Development? Yeah, it's no, happening, I mean, isn't it? The the, the George Michael. Um, but, anyway, but anyways, yes, as some idiot said that on the show. I don't agree. <laughs> I didn't agree that. I knew I don't when know. I heard that. When I heard that, I was like, "Oh no, he's getting." A little I didn't care. I knew what I was doing. It, it was. I knew what I, I remember. Was doing. I remember before we went on the air, you guys were like, "We're going on." I was like, "All right, I, it's just kind of jumping the gun a little bit, but we'll see." So you see viewers. You see, John doesn't just trigger you guys. He triggers us too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so when we when we get into the money on this, like it is interesting yeah. because the Bulls don't have uh, the like. He got traded from the Timberwolves in the Jimmy Butler deal, so they don't have like that original team, like super max power with him. And he obviously isn't an All NBA guy either, so he could get a significant upgrade. His um his extension was pretty capped too, so he's actually going to be an unrestricted free agent next summer. There's no player option or anything like that, so he's going to be completely out there. You can get a meeting with him next summer. Uh, he can go on this little tour if he wants to, unless he's just going to bridge the next contract. But the interesting thing about Kelly Olynyk, Kelly Olynyk brings him here. Well, he, but yeah, Bobby. So yeah, he's going to go on the full tour, but the Bulls can still offer him more than anybody else can offer. Him. Yeah, but it's it's limited for a few more years, I think. Like he has to kind of do a bridge the way Julius Randle would have had to do with the Knicks um, to like get to the actual big big money with the Bulls. They like a two year deal and then a four year deal with the extension after that. He might just take the you know hundreds something million or whatever it's going to be i think like the extension would have been 100 flat which would have been way too low he'll probably be like the mid 100s but my point is boston's offer as a team like taking him away from chicago would actually be more comparable than let's say the celtics offering beal a contract because mm -hmm. the wizards can give him the supermax so he's not like the right. super super the huge super 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 duper max. He's yeah, a max he's, player, but his max is lower than Beal's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because Chicago's only had he's him for more a affordable. Years. Beal's gonna sign his super max, and then you're talking trade with him. So you're bringing in a guy who's gonna be making forty five million dollars. You know, like that's where that's how that works now. Yeah, so there's, you're talking there's trade. There's no way. Too. Yeah. Right. So you, you got to get under the hard cap if you're bossing. You got to find the right package that appeals to Chicago and all that kind of stuff because obviously the cap's out the window now. Um, but again, I think you're on to something there, John, in terms of, all right, is this guy more favorable just as a player than Beal? Because sure. I think there's a case there. Yeah, I I, I could get down. Jimmy, well, just do you, the player. Do you think there's a. Go ahead. I was just going to ask Jimmy, just the player. What what are your thoughts? I love the player. I think he's super versatile. He's athletic as hell. He's younger. 
I mean, it seems like him and Tatum had a good report going on. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not going to fan the flames and, and make it seem like Tatum and Levine are like best friends or anything, but I'm sure they have a decent relationship. They like each know. other better than Jalen. Yeah. So wasn't, wasn't <laughs> Team USA? <laughs> wasn't going to do that. <laughs> yeah, they Team do. US, Team USA was probably sure Durant, Tatum, <laughs> Levine, right? Those those two were awesome together on Team USA. Those they were, were awesome. the guys that Absolutely. drove things. And I think that might be, you know, I'm sure that like something that crossed Gary's mind when he thought about it. Like, you know what? You know, these guys played together. They, you know, had a good time. They they looked like they played well. And who knows? You know, if things go south in Chicago, as they have in past years, then, you know, the Celtics are, are a possibility. Now, yeah. you, know, you want to get into the whole Brown or Levine, that's a completely different, you know, topic. You know, Lakers know. fans are dreaming too now that he's a clutch guy, though. So, right, well, that's the thing. Be... He signs with clutch. Like, they obviously are going to just try to, you know, maximize everything that they possibly can. So, you know, it, you know, it, it's still a pipe dream. At the end of the day, we're talking about a superstar player coming to Boston, and, you know, rarely, yeah. rarely does it happen. So I'm not going to get my hopes up, but we'll yeah. see how this season plays out. The Celtics need to play well, too. If players want to come to Boston, they yeah. have to sell them on that's success a fair question. more than anything. Yeah, who's, who's the Vegas hunt. The Vegas hunt. Tell them, Jimmy. Yeah. Sell them on success. That's what you have to sell them on. You're not going to sell them on the weather. I threw this comment up here, not because we're necessarily going to do this right at this moment, but I do want to encourage people. We're a little open-ended here. We have some things we do we do want to hit on, but uh, we're more than happy to answer any questions or talk about any particular topics. So if you guys want to throw some stuff out at us, uh, we'll definitely uh, – uh, you know, discuss uh, as far as grading the roster. We'll get into stuff like that a little bit. Um, you know, the roster has been kind of set for a while and we've given our takes on it, but it's the fit that's going to be the real issue here um, in terms of how things are going to look with this team. And we do have a lot of questions still, uh, but we'll have to see on those. I do want to just give everybody the full spiel on Legends because, um, you know, they are on board with us here. Um, so I'll let everybody know once again, the show is powered by Legends brand. It's an athlete-owned apparel brand popping up seemingly everywhere these days. Uh, you have athletes like Matt Barnes, Steve Nash, Baker Mayfield uh, locally. Guys like Willie McGinnis and Marcus Morris uh, are on board with this. Uh, High-performance apparel, style and comfort, wear it all day. Uh, if you want to get in on the action here, and again, this helps us huge, guys. Uh, and it's the fall. Everyone's rocking it, right? What do we got? It's the fall. I got my sweatshirt on right now. We got it. Hoodie season. It's hoodie season. season. It's sad boy season. You just want to put yeah. on your hoodie and just all of a sudden it's starting to rain outside and you're just like, you know what? I'm just going to chill. And Big rain the rest of the dog. week. Yeah. It's hoodie season. It's comfy. <laughs> Jimmy's, um, like, Jimmy's like, you got no one to take the sweater from you, you know? So you're always alone. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so you don't want to let get the sweater an extra one. cup, an extra size up just in case. Yeah. Um, so there's a bunch of different things. It's athletic apparel built for the modern athlete, but it's streetwear inspired design, style, and comfort. Uh, limited edition drops nearly every week, which you can get some stuff that maybe all the, some of the other kids uh, aren't going to get their hands on because it just comes out every once in a while. Wait, what? So again, limited yeah. stuff? Limited edition. Okay. Um, so <laughs> keep the tab. I'll keep my. I'll keep the tab open on my browser. We are it. rolling this. We're rolling this promo until October tenth. Okay, October tenth. So we've got a little bit longer. We've got some some ways to go. Oh, we got some time. So, we got some time. So Garden Twenty, save twenty percent on your first order. Again, Garden Twenty, and it makes sense if you're going to do it. Load up because it's twenty percent 
on that first order. That's so just grab basic a couple math. things. Yeah, you want to get math. as much as you can. You'll save. The more you buy, the more you save. Yeah. The more you buy, that. the more you save. You know what? Early Christmas gifts, you know, you got Christmas coming Don't up. Do Maybe separate you want to purchases. Just get it done. That's right. Any girls out there that are watching the show? I know there's a few. I see you guys in my DMs. So, I mean, you, you want to just buy a couple of shirts? Maybe you got a boyfriend. Maybe you don't. <laughs> it's cool either way. Buy uh, another one for Jimmy. Yo, yeah. Jimmy is super single, if you haven't noticed, everyone. <laughs> super single. <laughs> anyway, get in on the action, guys. Uh, at Legends. I'm not going to Hawaii. I know that. Until we talk like this. He hates it. I know I'm not I going to care. Hawaii like Josh Sway is. Legends.com, code GARDEN20, save 20% on your first order. Um, I was looking one year ago. We were drinking beer. I don't know what's worse. <laughs> yeah. you, know what somebody, you know what somebody showed today, which blew my freaking mind? Oh, yeah, mind? that was about a year the, ago. The one-year anniversary of the block of the Adebayo on game. Tatum. Oh, yeah, game one, because the game seven uh, was right before two that. That was like a zillion years ago. Two champions have been crowned since then. The and we're still, in the, wow. we're still in the conference finals. My God, that's what we were doing a year ago. Yeah, that John, you probably, so you probably cool. celebrated that, actually. You probably had a, you probably had a beer to celebrate that. Block. No, man, we were riding that team. I was, we, yeah, we, we were finals or, we were finals team, or bust. That, that, I'm still not over that. I don't think the Celtics are either. That's a year ago. Oh, things are so different. Hey, think how different we are. Yeah. Oh my yeah, God! Like, it seems like in terms of like where the roster is at, it's like a zillion years later. You know, yeah, basketball years. It's at least five. Who would have thought Hayward and Kemba would be gone one year later? It's banana land. Hayward's been remember, gone for like four years now. Yeah, you know? at the end of that season, I was <laughs> I was under no illusion that Hayward was going to be gone. Yeah, it feels wasn't. forever. Hey, Hayward was on the team a year ago. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Yo, somebody series, commented. Somebody just commented. Jimmy is down bad every show. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, <laughs> we got to go first. But tonight, tonight you've been a, yeah, you've been a little bit of a bummer. First we had first we had tonight, cap. Now we're gonna go there. over down bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm good, good everybody. Don't worry about me. I'm fine. I'm in all black right fine. now, but I'm fine. The guy is fine. Um, so um, he's in that attic. He's chilling. Couple things we wanted to talk yeah. about, and I'm gonna switch. I'm gonna switch gears now. One of the things, um, as I mentioned, uh, we've talked a ton about rotations and the best five and all of those things. And like I said, just grabbing on Jay King's article today um, because we've debated it, and he had, you know, gone through rotations. How are things gonna look? Who's gonna play with who? And he came to the conclusion that that. Um, that Al Horford would be the closing center because he's more versatile. He can do more. You don't have a true point guard, yada, 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 yada. Um, um, over Rob Williams. Uh, I, I don't think, I think there's merit. I think you can make cases. I think a lot of times it's going to be situationally dependent. I don't think it's automatic. Exactly. That one play over another. It is still, I, it, what I find interesting about this is, are we going to still spend another year where we're talking about when and where Rob should play, as opposed to just accept? Let's and I don't want the Mister Glass twenty twenty four minutes a game. I do not want the he's going to get hurt chatter. We're living in a world where that's not an issue. If it is, then you live with it, and it's a different story. Yeah, I'm, but you can't you can't have the. You can't have the Rob Williams talk without having that talk, though. That the, the two and two go hand in hand, you know. Yes because and he no. He hasn't proven that he can put together yes a, and a no. healthy season. Yes and no. Only in the sense of if he's one of your best players and you're worried about keeping him on the court, you manage minutes to the point to make sure he's available at the end of the game. Are we still talking about their situations where we're calling for your 
who I believe is clearly your third best player to not be on the court. Are we still going to do that this year? Right. That That's what I was wondering, the same thing. I don't understand it's, this anymore. Well, I understand. I mean, yeah, I, I don't understand that. I understand, like, being like, oh, we got a matchup, like, battle going on here. Let's see who, you know, should play and who shouldn't. But, like, again, you're talking about guys at two two opposite ends, really, of their careers. And give me the young athletic freak who – Whenever he is in the game, we, we're always talking about how he's, oh, like him and Tatum have a great thing going, you know, and he, you know, he does things playing. no one else does. He does you yeah, know. exactly. He's jumping out of the building. And then all of a sudden I'm like, well, Al's the, you know, the trusty vet who can, you know, hit the corner three sometimes and, you know, he'll make the smarter decisions. Like, well, yeah, maybe, but also maybe not. Like maybe Rob's having an unbelievable game and he's dominating whoever the other opposing big is out there and you just roll with them and that's just that i don't think like like you said like at the this tricky point- thing for this team spacing uh now i've said it all along al's not you know who's like the you know laurie markinen or one of those types who's hitting like 40 percent of their threes on high volume or something like that he'll go on there and knock it down which is something rob can't do right now which this team may need with some of their spacing concerns depending on how pritchard and neesmith get involved you're probably going to need a little bit more of him if those guys aren't able to get involved at a high rate here uh, what i didn't get from jay's thing is them basically being the same amount of minutes per game so swapping off at center there because you would think I did not forget about Marcus, by the way. Go ahead. I was probably going to play some four, right? Like, there's going to be some amount of four that he's playing. I don't think it's going to be a ton because I don't think he's quick enough. It comes down to this, though, Bobby. Uh, And I'll I'll, I'll ask you first. Who do we expect Al Horford is? You know, because, like, I I know you and maybe some other people – we do this a lot. We did it with Tristan Thompson when they brought him here. You had a version of Tristan Thompson in your head that didn't exist anymore. It was one that had played a few years prior, and that version would have helped the Celtics. What you got was something different. If you're talking about the Al Horford we saw last in Boston, he can help you in a million different ways. But the guy with know, the guy yeah. that the guy that's jerseys hanging behind the, the video. Yeah. Yeah, that version. That's the one. I don't have to know. actually change his number because it's. A I don't know player. who this guy is. I don't know <laughs> if it's naive to believe that Al Horford is anything other than uh, a contract that isn't Kemba Walker, and you're talking about 15 minutes a game, and that's all you're getting out of Al, and that's all you we want to get out of Al. 27 last year. So yeah, in 30 20 games, to or yeah. if you're getting a guy who. Thank God you got him here because he was ill-fitting in the last place that he went, and then he went to rot in OKC, and you're getting this guy who's fresh, and you know how to use him, and he works here, and it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a huge benefit. It's a huge boon to the lineup. I don't know which guy you're getting. I, I really don't know. So uh, what do you guys think? Because that makes a difference. Honestly- John, I think it's the latter. I, I really do because I think the the, the answers to that question, the 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 who Al is now, isn't yeah. the same guy that the Celtics needed him to be, you know, a couple of years ago. Whereas, yeah, he still has that outside touch. Yeah, he he can still you know be a double double threat every single night. But you're not leaning on him to do you know to to put up twenty. You know, you're not leaning on him to be the max guy he was to be one of the top two three scores. You know, night in and night out. So I, I think when you think about it that way in a sense of he doesn't have that much pressure or at least he doesn't have to carry the load in that sense, that he's free to to get those shots, at least those looks, whether we're talking the outside looks, you know, the pick and pop, or whether we're talking about what he's doing on the defensive end. I mean, that should be having having him, you know, not play the same amount of minutes or not have that amount of pressure, conserving those minutes, so to speak, 
to, to put forth the right effort on the defensive end. I think that bodes well for the Celtics, you know, long-term. I just, honestly, I can't help but wonder what he's going to look like way down the road, whether we're talking, you know, uh, the, the, the next next year's playoffs. You know, I'm not even going to say beyond. Let's just say next year's playoffs. I think the Celtics have to be a little careful here and, and you know, monitor his situation and not have him, you know, maybe not every single back-to-back rest him, but he'll get plenty of rest in to ensure that he's that productive, that you see that version of Al, you know, throughout the season and into the into the postseason. Yeah, yeah it's and, go ahead, Jimmy. No, quickly. I mean, it's kind of nice you have two guys that do have really different games, and I mean really different games at, at this yes. point, right? So they're going to do a lot of matchup-based playing. You know, one guy might start, one guy might come off the bench one game, and then might flip the next. One guy might play 30, then and the next play 20. You know, I, I think that right. that's a gift. That's a good thing. So I'm not going to get so hung up on, you know, who should play more. I think at the end of the year, you know, both guys will contribute to the team. I do think Al Horford still has something to give. I hope that his knees hold up. That seemed to be like the one concern, you know, with him um, was some of the knee pain that he kind of dealt with. And hopefully that's fine. But I mean, do I think Al Horford's going to show up ready to play? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's a veteran and he's, you know, very well respected and he's made a long career of being a successful NBA player. Somebody in the comments mentioned he'll age like the Gasol brothers. Maybe. I mean, I could see like. It's not a bad comp. No, not at all. Like Pau Gasol type. Yeah, I mean, that. Certainly, yeah, I can no. see something like that. So, you know, it, and, I think, and, Rob, and this is what I said last week as John was freaking out. I think Rob should play more. I think I he's just going to find the night, right rotations. <laughs> well, no, I'm going to say it again. There's a case. There's a case. <laughs> that never happens. What? what? There's a case. more specific. There's yeah, a which case. Right? What? <laughs> there's a case that Al should start for this team. There really is, just in terms of the rotations. You know, who's going to have everybody organized on both ends of the floor? You know, you're going to find some depth bench rotations where Rob is most maximized. <laughs> no, there's, there might be bench rotations where Rob's better utilized, and then maybe he closes games. That's a, there's a chance that Al opens games and Rob closes games. That's possible. You might find that in that opening rotation to get a good start to games, Al might be the better choice just in terms of four space. Are you going to start Josh Richardson and Al, or are you going to start Josh Richardson and Rob? Because if you look at a um, smart Richardson, you Tatum, know Brown, you're starting smart Rob, the Jays and Rob. We're only talking about the last position. I There's don't know. No, there is no debate. <laughs> I okay? like you. You know that, honestly. John, but I don't know if everybody else. <laughs> I don't know. That. I don't know if Richardson is going to be closing these these games, but I, I still like Richardson in that role because I love the 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 the, the, the what's it called defense him, yeah. lineup or whatever you want to call it. You know, whether it's uh you know the one that you're gonna go to when you need stops, you know, when to, to stop the bleeding, or the one to kick off games because let's face it, last year and I know it's a different team or whatever, but those slow starts can't happen this year. I think it's gonna be really important for the Celtics to get off on the right foot, and I think if you put out that defensive lineup with Richardson in it, I think that gives you a better chance to to get off on the right foot. I want to point out this comment. We still, I want my Rob Williams flexing Instagram picture. I, I, we need <laughs> get him Tatum photographer. I, we need, <laughs> you know. Oh, you need like need a. No, not talking yet. Talking about a Photoshop. We need to see what he looks like. It's a huge. Oh, our Tatum's version. Yeah, it we is do need to see hugely important. Yeah. Hugely important to his year. Hugely important. I just so want to I see did, him uh, moving I'm around. Running out of, I'm running out of power. Can I, I want to uh, see him moving around. I, 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 got, I got to take a powder. I'll be right back. I got to get oh, my power board. I right, want well, to uh, um, It's like I want a kids, kids table at Thanksgiving, everybody. Kids table at Thanksgiving. It's where we have all the fun. 
well, uh, well, right, John's gone, food I, around. Did, I do want to plug this um, Rob story that I wrote last week from do DSJ because there was so many great quotes in it. And I talked. This to, is like uh, Bobby, like plugging his uh, his his A plus paper to the whole kids. <laughs> guys. I brought no. This, there were so many I great quotes. Thanksgiving. Check it brought out. Brought my homework. There were so <laughs> yeah. many great quotes in here. Um, Can't believe and, I got A plus. And and I I got to talk to like basically his mentor, like his guy from back home, who you know worked out with them and still like kind of advises them and stuff like that. So obviously it's a guy he keeps in pretty close contact with. And I do want to pull up the quote exactly here because. He basically told me like Rob's goals goals for the year. And one of the big ones was starting. You know, he wants to start. Like that's a big thing that's important to him. Um, that's not something that was always important to him in the past. Like he came out the bench to start college. Uh, and the other thing he mentioned is that he wants to be all defense, which would obviously be like a massive yeah, thing be he was before him. Um, I want to pull up that wow. quote exactly, but like those this two. Pull up the old Word document, Bob. You must have the Word document in there, file I, somewhere. I got it. There were a lot of Control quotes F, here. find it quickly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, it, I think that's. No, so here it is. Here it is. a goal, but I don't know if it happens this year. John, you he didn't said, miss much. Bobby was searching for his article for the last. Here we go, 10 minutes, John. I'm gonna, but he just no, pulled it up. I, it's not the article. Shame it's the pub. quote. The full quote here. From uh, Ricky Evans, who was Rob's like you know mentor yep. growing up. Yeah, I know. I know this year he definitely wants to try to make sure that he's a starter this season, not just some of the games, but a majority or all of the games. He wants to work and try to be on the first team all defense. He actually is setting goals like that for himself to give him something to try to achieve, to try to reach. He wants to play in more than sixty games this year. I think last year he might have played in fifty-three. He has a lot of a lot of uh, goals per se. Um, so yeah. That I will say, interesting. I, and I read that quote. Th those are actually modest. Um, First team all defense? No, the other ones are very modest. Oh, I was going to say, what do you mean? No, the ones, the 60 games and starting most games is actually lower than I would expect him to shoot. You know, yeah. like for terms of expectations. You should, if you're saying I want to play 60, that means you think you're going to play about 45 yeah. or 50. I'd like, like to get a B minus on this paper, right? Exactly. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. If I can get a B minus, yeah, I can definitely. Graduate. I'll be good, I'll get into a school somewhere, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that's not what you want. What you want to hear him say, I expect to play every game, and there's no reason not to. My body feels great, I'm in the best shape of my life, uh, and I fully expect to play all. 60 games, they're not playing 72 this year. 60 is a low number. Yeah, but Rob, yeah. Rob is. I was thinking, I was thinking we been might banged see up. Al play 60 games. 60 is a shitty. 60, yeah, but... is a, 60 would be what you would expect Kemba to, to aspire to. If, if Rob's only hoping he plays in 60, that's not great. What are his what are his um like season game totals? I mean, obviously the first two were very low. I forget what he ended up with last year, but he did miss a chunk of games last year, so. I mean, 60 Last games. was okay right up until the end. And then he just all fell apart with, like, the inflammation. Right. And but the he was time. barely playing last year in those games the first half. So The management was working. Yeah. <laughs> so if he's averaging 25 minutes a game this year, 60 games would be astronomically long, Isn't that gonna larger be, role than the, last, the first three. Isn't that going to be one of the really, really low? We got is, uh, 30, 32 is rookie year, 29. Too low, John. You'll never two. be disappointed. Oh, 29, 29 year two. Well, he really wasn't in the rotation until the end of 2020. And then 52 last year was exactly what it was out of 72, which wasn't 
you know, that's what, 62 in a real year, right? So not quite, uh, but we're not going to get into the math right now. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's, how, that's how I would do math. Going from 52 to being like, yeah, now I want to get to 60. You're right. It's not like, not like reaching for the stars. But I, I mean, I imagine, and don't forget, this is not coming from Rob's mouth. This is, you know, somebody very close to Rob, and it was, it was a great article and a great interview. But I'm sure if you talk to Rob, his goals might be more than 60. Or he'd maybe, probably maybe, say that. He'd probably at least say it. Mixed up, yeah. Yeah, he'd probably at least say it. So I'm not going to be Rob's like, oh, like, why did you say 60? Yeah, <laughs> bro, this isn't a college schedule anymore. Seventy, yeah. it was. 70. Yeah, right. He's like, I thought you guys were playing. I thought you guys were playing seventy-two again. again. My bad. Right. I probably thought it was. That actually would be a good number under seventy-two. To be fair, right? Yeah, it would be. You know what though? No one's playing anywhere close to eighty-two games anymore. Unfortunately, schedule time true. off. You know, what? Isaiah's the last Celtic to play eighty-two. Yeah, and then they canned his ass. So you see what it gets you. <laughs> See you. You put yourself. You put your body on the line. And That's just... fine, but I mean, a healthy person <laughs> who does load management. And then he, still... then he broke down. This no, is exactly. This, this is five, six games. Sixty, sixty means I expect to be hurt for part of it. You know, and that yeah. sucks. Right, right, right. So, I mean, so... do we know how healthy he is going into this year? I so we don't know anything. That's why I was saying I'm yeah. joking. I want to see the Instagram. That's why it's not a good him working out. I need right. to see what he comes back and looks like and the physical condition that he's in uh, and his size and all of that stuff makes a huge difference in what type of year he's going to have. So I really hope this was his transfer, his physical transformation year with the benefit of a full offseason because it makes all the difference. <laughs> he puts on a little bit of muscle with his athletic ability and his continued – like him continuing to – have the game slow down for him. He can be an insanely yeah. dangerous. You'll have to watch the game player. alone if that happens. He's <laughs> the X factor on this team. He's like the X factor. And, There's no question and, about it. Him and because, Al to some degree. Because he could. You again. All of a sudden, you wake up and you have a third All Star you didn't know existed. That's a big right. deal. And that's that is his ceiling is All Star. I'm saying his not ceiling ceiling. His this year ceiling is All Star. And all defensive team like he aspiration, could get, he could get there the, theoretically. Um, but I don't know. I mean, you, you it really you no, got to see want, what he looks you like. You want him to blow away Horford in this race. It shouldn't be yeah. close. The only reason it's close is because you have the health concerns with Rob, the stability, even some of the like defensive, um, you know, discipline stuff. Like you, you would expect Al to be a little bit more of a disciplined defender than Rob. But the pr thing is. You got that nine block game out of Rob in the Brooklyn series. And, you know, you got. Which like, he may had a front row seat for. Yes. And you saw how the Nets pretty much had to adjust things in that series going against him. Like he's someone you really defensively have to game plan for this. I, I was talking to um, one of Atlanta's coaches for that uh, Bruno story I wrote two weeks ago. And that's another guy who's you know blown away, hyped by Rob. You talk to people in the league right now outside of Boston, and they're really excited about this guy, really intrigued. So, like, come training camp, the two questions you're going to want to ask, right? Emay, like, is there that same restriction on him that Brad kind of had in that spot? Like, is this going to be, like, a 25-minute deal for him again? And then, like, you know, what are you kind of expecting out of him this year? Is he the starter? Is he going to be, like, central to everything that they're trying to do here? Does Emay kind of follow that Brad line? That might be, like, one of the biggest questions for Emay this year in terms of his difference from Brad. At yep. that top, uh, head coaching spot. Yeah. Uh, I'm curious with that too. So uh, we want to get to a couple more topics. I have to tell the people at home again 
about another sponsor we have. Again, it's Raycon earbuds, uh, wireless earbuds uh, here, um, which you can go to buyraycon. Buyraycon.com. Uh, yeah, buyraycon.com. And if you don't like them, you'll get your money back, right? Well, uh, you're gonna like them, so we won't get like into them. that. Yeah, I mean. Anyway, so whether you use them to pump, <laughs> pump up, as long as you down, can hear out of them, work out, Raycons are the go-to. Are they loud? For on the go audio. What's that? Thank you, are they loud? They're awesome. You turn up. Are you wearing there. them right now? No, not right now. But the new everyday earbuds. I got the noise canceling right now, but oh, right, uh, right, right. look, feel, and sound better than ever. Improved <laughs> rubber oil look and feel. Uh, optimized gel tips fits the ear perfectly. Oh, um, gel tips. You have, uh, you can do, there's three new, this is what's kind of cool, the sound profiles. Pure mode, which is for podcast listening. You put them on, hang out, listen to the garden report. It's great. Uh, balance mode, bass mode, um, you know, whatever it is that you're listening to, uh, there's a mode for it. Uh, awareness mode, when you listen, you need to listen to your surroundings instead, which is kind of interesting because it's if you want to space like out. When you're, yeah. Like, oh, no, never mind. I thought it was like when you order something at Dunkin's and you know you, you, wanna, you, you <laughs> can't hear her. Hey, that might be what it's for. Just <laughs> yeah. Like. Wait, so, wait, wait. I just spaced that's out. That's when you don't want what the cancellation. Oh no, you don't want cancellation. Yes, awareness mode. Oh, awareness. Oh, so you know what? Like if you're driving, maybe too. They frown upon headphones in the car. I know that. They frown upon that. Because there's a speaker. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know when? When you're running. I, when you're running in the city specifically, you want to be able to at least hear like. So I'm going to tell, I'm gonna tell so you. That's an important sense to have. Yes. I'm going to give you my cautionary tale. It was, um, I love, I used to love running and or going for bike rides on, Thanksgiving, on Thanksgiving or Christmas um, if the weather is good. Um, and I'll still. If the weather Get away is from okay, the family for a bit. No, because there's nobody on the road. It's amazing. You know, it's especially bike rides. You could just go. And I and uh, I did one a couple of years ago, and there's no cars at all. And I was going down an intersection and the light was green. So I was doing my thing, but I had my earbuds in, thinking, okay, whatever, oh, you know, there's nobody around. I don't need to worry about it. And a and a police car ran the light because with the sirens on. Oh, yeah. And I didn't hear the sirens, and it was a, a matter oh. of this much of me getting plowed. Uh, just that, wow. so I've, ne I've never done that again. But I would—you would have ruined this, Christmas for everybody. Uh, yeah, I would do it with this mode. So, <laughs> yeah. Now, <laughs> now, John's now, like, "Wow, this is great. Nobody's on the road." It's like, "Yeah, dude. Everyone's like with their friends and family, like enjoying the day." And John's like, "This is the best day ever." He's like, Bye, "No, I used stuff. to do it. I used to go for runs on Christmas because I was training for the marathon. But I for on thank on Thanksgiving, I go for a bike ride in the morning every all the time. I, I cool. love it. That's um, cool. And there's nobody Yo, on the road. Who is this dude? Feel a little bit better Train about the marathon. Like the, Three thousand calories that you're gonna. Why are we just now listening to this? Why are we just now finding out about this? What the heck? Back in the day, that's experience. Back in the day, I ran. Look at this comment. No, John's hand is crazy. John's like, I'm never running a marathon again after that. After that near encounter. John used to run marathons. He can grab the rim at TD Garden. Yeah, like a unicorn in dress shoes. Yeah, in dress shoes, nonetheless. Insane. No, I know John was big on the bike. He used to bike remember? to work all the time. Uh, uh, uh. I just, Dripping. I just remember this. Do you remember when I was go? I was attacking the. I was attacking the rim. We were goofing off, you know, while the like, well, yeah, and you went into the stance. I'm going up against Clevis. Yeah, and he and pushed I drew you. Up the layup, and I. He pushed me. I fell like three rows in, and then the but ball. But you made it. In the layup went yes. In. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. 
I remember I it. I just remember that. That was the same night I saw yeah. you dunk. I was like, wow. That just happened? I was like... Was you dunked? And then we no, recorded the guard report. And I used to have some spring. I could dunk anything I could palm. Uh, and I could dunk tosses. Um, but I didn't dunk that night. No, but I could I could still jump up and grab the rim. And that was only a few years ago. You know, uh, pretty easy. Back to squatting. You're going to get those legs... You the got it's back. gone. The spring, the first thing you notice is <laughs> you the, back to squat. the spring hey. is gone. It doesn't matter how strong you are, it just feels dead. You've lost that spring. It's it, when it goes, it goes. Speaking it's a bummer. Buyraycon.com slash garden, 15% off your next purchase. Again, I would head out and get these things. Everybody needs wireless earbuds. If you don't have them, you're not happy with yours, you're thinking about getting them, you're getting I top belt. So you're getting top right shelf now. quality at a fraction of the price, or you're going to play for the other premium brands. So let's 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 do let's do this. Go for it. Legends and Raycon. Like Someone going said to John the gym. sounds like Romeo. Yeah, going to the gym with Legends and Raycon. Hey, I Joe mean, Sway gave me the props for the jumping. I wasn't saying it myself. All I said is I almost got hit by a car. Um, that, that's the only that's the only part of the story I was bringing hey, to the table. Speaking of our games, well, no, on. Romeo got he he's got he's got low key. You know, hops. So uh, that's a that's a compliment. No, low yeah, key, low key, everything with Romeo. Low key, very, very low key, very yeah. just a low key player. <laughs> I was gonna yeah. say too. The lowest key. Our, speaking <laughs> of our games, next month I'll be joining my first men's league. Oh, oh, we need the schedule. We need the they, schedule for that. They we keep need in track of the yo, stats too. So Jimmy, everyone's. I'm doing play by play. You do colors. Yeah, <laughs> we're we're bringing the garden report to Bobby's men's league game. <laughs> Yeah. So Every um, Wednesday night, a couple things we wanted to get into before we wrap it um, for, for this week. Um, we did talk about uh, uh, expectations for the year two players. Now we had our little Vegas league dream. Um, and it's so funny. I don't know if like when you're in the Vegas league and you see some good things, you feel really good. And then it all kind of fades. Cause you're like, Oh, it was the Vegas league. Um, <laughs> so I don't really know, but um you know, Keith over at Celtics blog was doing some stuff. He talks to scouts, a couple fun pieces, um, just giving, um, you know, a little background on, um, uh, you know, how, what's, how scouts view uh, a couple of the Celtics players right now. And he did a couple on Neesmith. A lot of the stuff is what we talk about, um, you know, catch and shoot guy. Nice to see that he can do a little bit more. But there was one scout and this guy, what a jerk. This guy um, hates Aaron Neesmith. Is this okay. the guy you're talking about? Yeah. So uh, this Neesmith is the last one. In one of them, yeah. Um, it was kind of interesting most, seeing like these are all yeah. scouts, but some of their opinions are just all over the place. But they're watching the same thing. Yeah. So. But basically, it was. Uh, I want to find it. A, a lot of the stuff was the catch and shoot was pretty good. Um, you know, uh, you know, they showed a little bit better off the dribble, uh, which was good. Um, Picked up you know, a shooting they, late in the late in the season, almost was forty percent that type of stuff. Yeah, high energy. Uh, right. Uh, and then this the guy. I'm trying to find it. This is uh, almost as bad as Bobby looking for his quote. <laughs> I had it. I'll find, you know what? We shouldn't have put John in charge of combing the internet. That was our fault. What? I let read. Me, let me find it. Let me just find it. It's already actually up right here. Yeah, if you have it, put it in there. Oh, I guess I just don't see what everyone else does. Sure, he shot 
pretty good on open ones, but he has to do that. Otherwise, he's not in the league. He can't dribble. His passing instincts are terrible. His size is fine, but he's not some amazing leaper, and he doesn't get way up on his jumpers. Also, watching him come off screens, he catches the ball too low, takes too long to get into his shots. I so do that one, yeah. that's the part that really stuck out to me, right? Because we came into the year. And this is a Western this, Conference scout, yeah. With all these premonitions yeah. of him being this – knockdown shooter normally you expect those guys to just be firing like it's nothing and his his release all year was pretty slow like he mentions that coming around the screens and stuff like it took and you mentioned this too during the year john like it took him a while to get it up and unload it yeah and that really hasn't changed all that much right he's got a fairly slow release it's slow and it's sometimes a little hitchy there's a little yeah. pullback and you're right he brings it up it's and low. over and it is it's yeah, a so slow it pull it. Yeah, it's a yeah. slow pull, yeah. and that's still there. He does need to – he's got to catch it, and I, I, I catch it high and let go for sure. Um, and, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, it looked like he had a little hitch in it uh, during the year, but it was – most of the people were kind of in and around. Yeah, they were out. This most little people, quote was my favorite. Now, go ahead, he's gonna, now he's going to calm down a little bit or he's going to hurt someone or himself. <laughs> I was like, yeah, we kind of say that stuff too. But there was a lot of the, the the general consensus outside of the outlier one, which hates him, was uh, good, not great. Uh, is the ceiling here, which is you're hoping for a guy who can you know shoot a little bit, but he's never you're you're not getting an all star out of this. I don't think any of us are fooling ourselves into believing that he's an all star, but. Some people are trying to talk themselves into getting him into the starting lineup as you're starting too. I've floated it from time to time. I don't know if I'm settled on that. I would love in a world where Aaron Neesmith could perform the things he's supposed to do well enough to be considered as a starter. I don't think he's there. No, I'm just going yeah, on the defense for you saying know, like this is we 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 had this conversation before the Josh Richardson move, but now that Josh Richardson's here, I, I don't I'm not a big fan of it, at least not right now. Yeah, and like they're, I just read through the defense part too, and they're all saying they all come in on how much he hustles, but he held his own defense. But like he's probably like a, you know, a three and D guy at best. You know, the D's not quite there, but the three is that sort of thing. And then one scout said, you know, he's never going to be an all star, but could he be a JJ Redick type player? Maybe. I mean, JJ Redick was, a, is I guess he's still technically playing. I think you know, like one of the best sh- shooters or in the history of the game, but, you know, obviously he had liabilities in other areas. So I don't think Neesmith is a liability on one end, but he might have a ceiling that unless he can put more of it together, he could end up being a J.J. Redick-like, but maybe not that good of a, you know, not that good of a shooter. Yeah, and yeah. on this team, shooting's at such a premium that if he is knocking down 40% again, he's going to be in there a significant amount, spacing different lineups. And again, I don't think the starting lineup matters all that much on this team. I think it's pretty much going to be placating the veterans and then, you know, getting into some of your more effective groupings throughout the flow of the game. And he could be part of those. Um, I didn't love the defense in Summer League. Again, you can't get a good gauge out of there, but still, it looks like he opens his hips, allows lanes to the basket. He's got good lanes. Over pursues all the yeah. time. He's out of overruns position. Guys, yeah. yeah, overruns guys. He's out, he's out of position a ton. He takes bad angles on people. You know, like it really is. Uh, undisciplined. That's why he follows so much. And he's just yeah. he's just spazzing out and running out at people, you know, full energy without any and real. Here's the, yeah. here's the thing on the shooting too. You almost wish you could combine him and uh, Pritchard in the one player because, like, you know, Pritchard's got the dribbling and really the real can't miss pure stroke out of these two. 
when we think about it. And Romeo's and, defense. Maybe between the three of those guys, we have a yeah, starter. Like all three of them together come together as a starter. <laughs> Instead, they all get the weaknesses. And again, the consistent thing you saw in this piece, the guy can't That's dribble. That's a very important player. Yeah, can't that dribble. Was, that was... Well, I'll, I'll they say said Jalen Brown couldn't dribble either, though. That's why I made the Jalen comparison way back, not because they have any similarities to their game, simply because Jalen couldn't dribble at all, and then he could enough. It's still not his strength, but right. he can certainly do it enough yep. to get to where he wants to go. What we did see from Neesmith from year one to year two, at least in Vegas Summer League, was putting it on the floor enough to get to the basket, again, on Vegas League talent, but we didn't see any of that last year he couldn't dribble at all so even yeah. a slight improvement for him is a big improvement over last year where he wouldn't put the ball on the floor uh, he was afraid to he was afraid to he did dominate in summer league which is what we were looking for and so he got to the least, hole yeah, yeah. It, it passed the test of what we were looking for now like again we moved the goalpost a little bit there we weren't expecting too much out of these guys in that league and for a long stretch, these you know these two in particular, Neesmith and Pritchard, were as good as anybody out there. So I know you take it with a grain of salt, but relative to the field, it was encouraging that they rose to you know, be talked about with some of these other guys at the top there. But Pritchard, I'm really intrigued by at this point. Um, Pritchard? Yeah, especially the last comment there. I know that's one you're going to really uh, love, John. Well, you can start on Pritchard because I know we're kind of all over the place with where we think he's going to go. Like what, so, what, what, what type of uh, – you know, what what he can be for this team and also what his minutes might be for this team because it is a little crowded now. So this was the one that I yeah, know you love. And now. I can buy into this a little bit too. Um, I think he'll play at least 20, 25 minutes a game off the bench if Josh Richardson struggles again, and that's something I want to get to a little bit This too. is an independent analyst in the piece. I don't know if it's a scout or not. That's, but that, yeah, I think that's hey, a lot. I, Who's the I think this is, this is it. This is in uh, this is in the Celtics blog piece by Keith Smith talking about talking to different scouts and in this particular mm -hmm. case, an independent analyst. So I don't know who this is, but anyway, this is a great quote. This oh, is a guy. Okay, gotcha. This is yeah. an independent analyst, a guy with no job. It sounds like <laughs> <laughs> this, this is a this is like a guy who watches. Kinda. This is like what I. This is like going yeah. on YouTube and being like. Yeah, he's he's good. He's pretty good. He's pretty damn good. Yeah. I just watched the YouTube highlight reel. Yeah, that being said, could, could you call Coach <laughs> Nick an independent analyst? I, he sure. is. So yeah. it doesn't necessarily mean yeah. that. But anyway, go ahead. Maybe. Yeah, I, I'm not saying Coach Coach Nick yeah. is the man. I'm not saying this. No, no, no. I'm saying there are some people who do do this independently and make a living off of it. So anyway, read the right. finish the quote, Bobby. But to 20, your point, 25. though, some people could just slap that on there. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. right. No, that is a weird way to name it. But anyway, I think <laughs> yeah. I think I think Payne Pritchard's <laughs> that's, what, that's, that's what cracked me up most about this independent analyst. Could be anybody. <laughs> Literally could be that's any of us. That's protecting a source. I think Payne yeah. Pritchard starts and Mark. I didn't even think about it like that until Jimmy until Jimmy said it. Yeah. He says, I think Payne Pritchard starts and Marcus Smart moves over the wing. He's a better fit with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown than Dennis Schroeder is. Let Schroeder dominate the ball in the second unit. Could be Dudley. Keep Boston in games in that role. <laughs> As an aside, and this is what Ron's going to love. Dud. Yeah. Go ahead. I, 
I thought Brad Stevens should have moved Pritchard into the starting five and brought Kemba Walker off the bench. That's kind of where I think Udoka independent might be. analyst. So, so wait, this could be John. <laughs> ding ding ding. <laughs> yeah, John. I don't agree with that. This whole time it was you wrote John. This, this whole time. Independent oh, analyst. Put, this is your quote. This so, is, yeah. I think we This is M. Night Shyamalan really... twist here. I think we teased this when he really started dominating in the summer league just because of all the spacing you would need on this team. If you have legit defensive parts all around Pritchard, you could probably hide him as like a guy who's going to have a ton of space to operate next to the Jays and as the four spacer for that starting unit, like at least in rotation, right? They're probably not going to call Peyton Pritchard's name in the starting units. But through the course of a game, you probably mix Pritchard a little bit with the Jays as a floor spacer, right? Because this guy was as good as any catch-and-shoot player in the league. The defense is where you have concerns, and that's what they talked a lot about in this piece. But there seems to be no doubt among any of the people here and you know us here in the Garn Report that he can shoot the ball, and that's going to be something that he does for his whole career really well. That is true. Um, the downside done to really earn this, though, Bobby? <laughs> The downside. I don't think he's done enough to earn a starting spot, you know, not on this yeah. roster. No, and I do think you give the benefit of the doubt to Richardson there, but this is where I do give Richard some leeway. Is I'm not crazy about Richardson. I never have been. I think he's extremely limited offensively. He's going to be playing off the ball on this team no matter what, uh, and he's a great defender. He's probably a great, uh, you know, uh, you know, tone setter to start a game, as you said, Joe Sway, just in terms of really locking down at those guard spots to open a game. But all along, ever since they acquired him, I just do not like the fit of Richardson well, and Smart playing next to each other. I, in the I don't court. either. I'm yeah. going to say this. I know you everyone says that. I know everyone says the key to uh, Pritchard being a starter is his defense. I don't think you're ever going to get defense out of Pritchard. You're going to be level, able to hide him. To a level, to a level that you're going to feel comfortable about. But Pritchard's key to being a starting point guard, and one of the scouts pointed this out, is passing. Because right now he's a good enough scorer – to start for you um, and a ball handler, but he needs to be a better distributor. And that's not something that we saw a lot of. So that's what's keeping him from mm -hmm. being a starting point guard in this league more so than his defense. I think you can hide the defense a little. I think he's scrappy enough, athletic enough, and, 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 and crappy, you know, sparky. He's sparky. He puts in enough effort. He's a, he's one of those guys who's always <laughs> going to be around a guy, but he's not going to stop people. Kemba Walker was that way too. It wasn't like he wasn't trying. He's just he's right, limited yeah. because of his size and his just physical you know profile. Um, so here's my I think, question. I think oh, yeah. I think he can. And Kemba Walker's unquestionably a starter. Uh, you know, you're not saying is he Darren Collison, guys? I don't know. He might be Darren Collison. So this is my question. I know people are going to me for the defense. He's got a pass. He's got a pass. Jim, Jimmy, I, I want to ask you this. And be you a think, real pain oh, in the ass oh. on defense. Sorry, go ahead. Well, let me get ready. Let me go ahead, question. Jimmy. Do you yeah, think this, is, this is such an important question. Do you think this team is going to be scrapping for offense the way the roster is built? You're just you're relying very heavily on Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. So I mean, I think the guys after that, yeah, you're not too sure of what you're going to get offensively. I That's don't know what if you're I'm gonna, worried about. Yeah, I mean, you're 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 pretty much asking for like close to sixty between two guys. I think you have better second unit offense this year. Well, you you do yeah. See, you I do in that. a way. I was, I was wondering if the team gonna, can make the playoffs until. Until Schroeder came along, though. Because I think with Schroeder, that's a huge addition. There's something. 
Al, I think you're, you you're asking for guys to take a little bit of a leap, though. Like Pritchard's going to have to be more consistent. I mean, you have a lot of inconsistency still on the bench. I don't know. Maybe maybe Richardson can give you 12 a game. Um, you know, you things like that. You are playmaking, but you are shooting, and you right. are scoring overall uh, in Kemba. I, mean, know, I thought they were scrapping at times last year, too. I mean. But they were top 10 last year when it was all said and done. The defense is really what's cost them and where they struggled. So, right. again, like this commentary went at me there. Like, I'm glad they've solidified the defense. I'm glad that's going to be their identity this year. But in I'm turn, bad. that's so boring. No, but it gives you a higher floor. You know what I mean? Like, you're going to win night can't in night. Wait to, can't wait to watch, defense. you know, 94, 88 games. You you're know, banking like- on your bench to really – Oh, we really second unit to really year. step up. <laughs> I mean, think about how bad the second unit was at points last year. You're, you're now you're you're wanting everyone to take a leap. You're expecting more from Pritchard. You're expecting more from Neesmith. You want to see Romeo like show a pulse. You like you're asking for all these things to happen. So it's hard to say if they're going to be. I think we'll know very early on if they have you know if they are any deeper than they were. I mean, obviously Schroeder helps them out off the bench and you know, but Smart might. might slash hopefully be taking less shots. So, you know, if he's making the better pass, then maybe those are more points that are going to guys like a Richardson or a Brown or something like that. Um, How about but, you, Josue? What's up? You think they'll be scrapping for offense with this? Oh, no, I don't I, I don't think so. Like That's what I said before. Um, you know, once the Schroeder signing happened, because before Schroeder, I was like, man, this team is fighting for a playoff spot. Like, they're, they're destined for the play-in tournament. But I think Shorter changes things because, you know, obviously what happened he's, during the offseason is going to be going into this one, right? He's going to have to – Changes things, but, you know, like, but he's he doesn't make have, them into this offensive juggernaut. He doesn't. He, right, right, but also he has those opportunities. He could that be he doesn't have to share the ball the way he did in L.A. You know? No. He can really sort of – if he wants to lead that second unit, Jimmy, he can. It's, it's not It's not like there's someone that's a constant threat to, to steal, you know, steal his touches. Like, who's got, who's who's – Who's the double-digit score off that bench outside of Schroeder? I mean, nobody. Really nobody that. can That's do what that. you don't know. What makes and you they bad. didn't have that last year. You, you might not have one this year either. You can mix them in with the stars as well. What makes you, know? you better if you are better, or makes you at least the same, is uh, improvements within your roster. Um, that's it. It's not the player in, player out thing. You have a good idea what you lost and a good idea what you gained. You know who Richardson is. You know who Schroeder is. It's not a surprise. The key is. Is how much better is Tatum this year? How much better is Brown this year? How much better is Rob this year? How does Mark handle the point? How does Marcus handle being point guard and nothing else? And then what kind of leaps do you get from Neesmith, Romeo, Pritchard into a point of are they actual rotation pieces? Can you get eight points a game off from Neesmith coming off the bench? Can you get Romeo to play 15, 18 minutes and play good defense? Can you get Pritchard to play 20 minutes as a backup and score 10, 12 points a game? You get all of these things up, that's what gets you there. If you don't, if those guys stay flat and they're not really NBA rotational players, you're effed because you're back into the holy crap, we have no depth. Thing. So Man. everyone's got to get a little bit better, yeah. or else it's not going to be better. Well, but it's not, it's, not, it's not all about Schroeder and those guys. I think the depth's in a good place because you have guys that you tend to think no, we're going to be able to play. Because last year's group would have been pretty good if everything fell into place. The problem was Kemba was never there. Tristan barely showed up for the season, and you know, then all of a sudden your depth was in a place where it was like, all right, everybody's got to move up, and then there's no depth behind them. With this group, I think it's pretty stable. Like, unless Rob and Al are just an injured wreck all year, uh, like this group is going to have a pretty solid four in terms of depth. Like, I almost look at this roster and say, 
they could deploy like a full second unit. You, you know, you're still going to have Tatum or Brown in there with three or four yeah, on the bench guys, with one of those but, guys yeah. but you do have enough depth here that like if you really did have to put out like a video game style bench you know like the, you'd have five guys there that can do it so that is going to be i think a strength of this team is that across positions you're going to have a really solid guy to fill in at every single position if someone else does go down yeah and, um, uh, you know ahead. the only reason i asked that question is because if you are scrapping for offense this year that's when you really start to think about Pritchard just to make everybody's job a little bit easier because spacing the way he can do it is capable of doing that. And I think you probably try to protect him on the defensive end and make that thing work just because of what his shooting can do for a lineup. Like, I don't know, that projected starting lineup and Jay's piece and what I think everybody's projected starters tend to be would just really struggle to space the floor i think rob richardson smart brown tatum yeah i don't love the richardson either but i understand where they're going but um so we'll talk more about this we're going to be back next week for sure and then we're looking at training camp starting we believe in uh two weeks uh less a little less than two weeks nba training camp supposed to start the 28th so we're going to We're going to get a chance to talk to the Celtics, talk again to Ime, uh, and see the players and get get to some practices. Uh, hopefully, you know, I'm not sure uh, what it's going to be like for media this year, but we'll, it's going to it's going to ramp up, and before you know it, season's going to be upon us. So um, things are definitely going to get moving sooner than later, and we're we're pretty psyched about it. Uh, mm-hmm. We've had an off season; we're rested. Uh, we've got our sponsors here. We want to give them one more shout out: Legends Apparel. We're all rocking the Legends Apparel right now. Um, legends.com use the code garden 20 save 20 percent on your first order and yeah. of course raycon uh earbuds go to buyraycon.com uh slash garden receive 15 percent off your next purchase uh guys any closing thoughts before we wrap it no nope, uh, uh, closing thoughts where do i even start no not really i mean to be, to be completely honest it's like kind of a slow time of season. I thought I thought we had a nice, fun little show here to sort of like, you know, fiend, you know, keep the fiends going on there. Yeah. So yeah, that's right. Um, I wanted to do, and maybe we'll do it next show. I want to draft um, like players from like the late '90s to early 2000s, the guys that everyone forgets about. So. Yeah, Jimmy really can, wants to do this. Maybe we can slide oh, wow. that in. At some you point. have to count me out on that one. I was well, you're gonna have to do your research. We'll figure it out. <laughs> um, no, Schroeder, I love Schroeder uh, having some fun with the contract uh, today. You know, like yeah, yeah. One more, uh, oh, one more chance. Yeah, one more fumble your bag joke chance here. I um, <laughs> I wasn't the first one to say this, but I do love uh, him possibly going with number eighty-four. I really hope he does for the eighty-four million. That'd be there. great. Oh, I hope he does. Having that thing kind of, having that thing kind of drive him all year. I can't wait till they play the Lakers. And having him like try to get back, like that's gonna be fun this year. I, I oh, like yeah. the Schroeder signing a lot. I He's know Joe Sway said it earlier. Yeah, early in the show, like the fact that you kind of have a galvanized guy like that who's really just got his back against the wall for his career now and lost so much money and like just has probably a chip on his shoulder for lack of a better term. There, this coming into this year. There's some concerns there. I know we got into that last week, but I, I love the signing. I love the risk, and I think it really could be a sailing razor for this team. Okay. We all My love it. I think, thoughts. Yeah. I think we all I, 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 I'm, I'm, going, I'm going Paul Paul Pierce. Uh, great speech. I thought How it was, was it? I thought it was great. You, you, you were out you there, right? You didn't watch it? No, you were out there at the thing, weren't you? 
No, I wasn't. Uh, there. I went to school in Springfield, but I didn't. I didn't go out there for the event. He's not but allowed back to that town. I was, he did in college. That's not. No, it's not true. That's pretty funny though, Jimmy. No, that's not why. <laughs> but no, um, I, I was. I was impressed, honestly. I mean, you you knew he was gonna tell you some stuff that you didn't really know. I didn't expect him to talk about burning down the house, but you know that was something he didn't have to share. I, I thought he did a really good job of putting a little bit of comedy in there, and, and of course wrapping things up the way he did, shouting out his, you know, sending everything out to his kids and special dedication and you know telling them to to reach for their dreams and and all that good stuff i mean i just thought it was really it, it was really touching for for paul to, to to put it all together the way he did and uh doc rivers being there and you know kg up there it was a great moment it was, it was so, a really good moment so. so i don't know if it happened but i even saw like we were posting pictures or something did kg and ray actually sit next to each other because it looked like that's where the seats so, were that was the original seating. That was the chart, I guess. The seating KG chart. KG came someone, through. Was like, uh... I'm thinking KG said absolutely not. <laughs> he said hell I no. Mean, nothing, nothing, nothing. Did you really expect that to happen when you got no. LeBron and, and and Bosch and these guys are taking pics together? It was like it was like the uh, the 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 school reunion where like the cliques all went back to their groups. Yeah, you know? and it's like yeah, you're nice one of those though. guys now. You know, you're I mean, not one of us anymore. It was, you know, I don't know. I mean, these guys go for so many reasons for so many people, but it was good to see Ray was there, and I'm sure, I'm sure he was there to support Paul along with some other people. Obviously, he knew KG was going to be there. I wonder how many other players from that team made, were made an appearance that we just don't know about. But it's always Mario good to Chalmers see, like, was definitely there. No, I don't know. <laughs> it's always good to see these guys get back together and you know kick it for a bit. And obviously, well deserved. Just way you summed it up very nicely. Great speech by Pierce. Well deserved, and I, I know not everybody in this video thinks it was well-deserved or necessary or should have even happened. But uh, I, I think I speak for Joe Sway and Bobby at least when I say uh, very well-deserved uh, by Paul Pierce. Well-deserved by Paul Pierce. <laughs> um, who's, the next, who's the next Celtics to go to the hall? Rob. <laughs> Rondo. Does Rondo go to the hall? I was asking that last week. I don't know. Yeah, he, he dude, everyone, need, everyone gets into the hall, man. Come he might on. need one more championship. He might need one more. I don't know. He is probably one of the best passing point guards ever, but I don't know what that gets you. It will be interesting to see if he gets in the hall. I don't know, but I've always been a Rondo guy. I think he'll Where's end he up. ranking assists? You know Talk what? Man. Here's a hot take. I think someday Rondo gets in the hall because I think he's going to stick around basketball for a very long time, and I wonder at some point, if he doesn't get in like right away as a player, I wonder if he'll get in someday. As a coach or as some he sort of. He would be such a fun coach, wouldn't he? He's definitely going to. I think I've even heard him say like he wants to get into coaching, and I think he'll be sticking around. Like the Rondo league. is uh, really fringy. I don't think he gets in. He's fringy, I know, but I'm, that's why it could be like category, one of those. Like, right? Yeah. You can go into the basketball yeah, Hall of Fame for, for a million reasons. You know, if it's not a player, who knows what it is someday. It feels like he could have if it wasn't for those injuries and that, like, turmoil between Boston and Dallas there. Because that really just, like, shoved them from being the future of the Celtics, possibly, to being, like, this guy who bounces around the league. and does Yeah, it made him a journeyman. That's yeah. what it was. The next guy is Tatum. The next guy is Tatum? What about Marcus Smart, dude? <laughs> Marcus I'm not Smart's laughing because it's number one about the, the back will be raised into the rafters before Rondo's. Who coach? <laughs> I forgot he got in. That was Does something. Does Doc get in? Does Doc oh, get in? To- yeah, yeah, Doc gets in. Oh, John, we lost, lost John. John. Did you mute yourself or something? Doc's going to tell the story of Simmons in his speech. That's what everyone will want to hear. <laughs> John, we I can't hear John. Can you guys? No, John's John's out. I guess uh, this is pretty much where we wrap it. I guess we have to. <laughs> John's checking out. 
I guess we have to call it. Oh, you're still out, John. You're still that, out. That is the Garn report. Honestly, it's kind of nice. Nope. <laughs> kind of peaceful. Jimmy, you got to tell him to go out and come back in like he always tells you. Right? Yeah, go out, come back in. We'll see you, we'll yeah. see you in a bit. Yeah, we'll yeah. go out and come back in. He'll just end the show on us. If you want, if you want to end the show, give us a sign. All right, he wants to end the show. <laughs> All right, Jimmy, All right. Wrap-